You know what's so funny about this is that right before the music, the dance were really loud. They got real quiet when you put the music on. Oh, they were like waiting. <laughs> they're like, wait, wait. What is this music thing they're doing? Welcome into Soccer Mom <laughs> Sunday from Harpo's in Chesterfield. I'd never been here before. I heard about it. Well, when you said that we were meeting at Harpo's, I'm like, that's a long drive. Yeah, and I thought, why, why is he being so is bitchy about thing? it? It's like five I minutes. I was off And then I realized what you were thinking, because we both were dropping off kids at Crevecore Complex, which so for yeah. soccer people, J.B. Anderson, Jennifer C's, I remember my name, Soccer yeah. Mom Sunday, and I said, where well, we are, Harp- Harpo's. Yay! Check, check, check. Yeah. What did I miss? Well, so the Harpo's thing, going back to that real quick, obviously, you know, most people know that I grew up in Granite City. Live in the city, live in Webster now, we were in the city, etc. We don't go west of 270 often. <laughs> so whenever people say the name of a pub out this way, I got to Google it. Every time I'm like, I have no idea what yeah, you're he's talking like, about. I don't know. Can we do something in Westport? I'm like, it's the same distance. And then I was like, <laughs> it's all oh, good. We're good. okay. We're so, here. yeah. So recording another episode. So, I mean, so far we haven't been booted, you know, stopped our recording. You haven't told me not to keep coming. So I'm here. No, we keep doing it. And okay. Be- <laughs> Because there's no FCC, we haven't got kicked off of anything yeah. either. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> so, you know, just a real quick recap of our last episode with Wendy Dillinger, who's, you yeah. guys like to say hammer. I'm like, I'll, I'll see your hammer and I'll raise you a hammer. Yeah. Check out all her tags. I did three Twitter posts to do her. Well, I got, <laughs> I got blown up by a, a few peers uh, on, the, on the men's side that were like, Damn, Wendy, her name's all over the place. Yeah, you know, IU, because she still holds. Because she's a badass. All-time scoring records there, and yeah, I mean, and yeah. she's right. She she's wants, awesome. you know, records should be broken. So let's grow the game and, and break the records, and then she should be there. And she needs a green jacket, by the way, just so you know. First thing, the soccer. Uh, Jim Leaker. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, I saw. I saw. <laughs> she's yesterday. just. If you put the name in there, just everybody say yes, and let's move on. But. I thought it was really interesting, and this might come up today, because I know we, we you and I like to kind of talk a little bit, so I'll just talk a short time. We, I know we beat it to death, but high school club. But I had an aha moment, and it came from a listener, Jim, in, in Florida. Thank Jim you, Hart? So, yeah, and yeah. I really appreciated the insight because I wasn't, it just goes to show sometimes you think of your own bubble, and you only think in your bubble until you know that, oh, there's other bubbles that the where I was coming from when it came to high school was that in Missouri, it's all Missouri, I think, right? And our girls, and it's been that way since the dawn of time, I know, play high school soccer in the spring. Right. And that is a, I'm not saying that, you know, there will be players that decide maybe I don't want to play, but either way, what a difference maker that is if you're getting done with your season in May or maybe June because your high school is really good. And two or three weeks later, you're trying to get back with your team towards some big level event nationally, whatever it is. Yeah. Name your acronym. Everybody's playing in what, June or July? Yeah, logistically, I mean, if you go to the, just the top three, the GA, MLS Next, and ECNL, mm-hmm. just for simplicity. State. USYS too, though. They do. So the, yeah. the largest tournaments are May, June. Yep. So the clubs are aware of that. Right. You know, and you know, there's 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 pressure that comes, and I'm sure our guests are going to have an opinion yeah, about that. Yeah, so let's do that right now, right? Roll so, it in. Well, let's. But I just want to say, when it comes to St. Louis, the name Twelman is well known, and I've enjoyed my time with Tim Twelman and Taylor Twelman. 
but there are more than Tim and Taylor the cool in the ones. mix. Yeah, I think we have the cool ones. I think we us. have the cool ones at the table. I got three. <laughs> I got three lady twelmans, and I will kind of go around. So you know, I'll, well, first of all, if my sister were here, she would immediately establish that I'm older and that she's proud of that. So who's the oldest? But because they, they get to go, for, Lauren. That's why we get I them mean, all. I guess I'll raise my hand on that. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren Twelman Kaiser. Kaiser yes. They come in and. Let's just, should we do it? We do kids thing, kids and soccer. How do you want to do yeah, it? Yeah, I, I think we need a bio here because a anybody bio, keeping score is going to need a much larger <laughs> whiteboard than normal. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So, Lauren, real quick, you, uh, uh, your children, age, uh, names and ages. Yes, Olivia, she's 15 and she's a sophomore. And then I have Sophie, who is 13, eighth grade, and then twin girls, Ellie and Izzy, who are in sixth. Got it. And all play, all one quit this year. So. So you have three or four playing soccer. Yes. Okay. And you did play it yet to 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 a certain extent, right? I played. I quit in high school to play field hockey. But yes. Yeah, because it's a twelman thing. It's kind of in the blood. You're expected to at least get a bit of try. Yes, but I have kind of a different story. So um, I'm the middle of eight kids. And so when I was going through, I don't know, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, my brothers were all playing select. I didn't really have the um, option to play, so I just played CYC until freshman year in high school. But I did play select volleyball. Interesting. So I just let's call out the fact that everybody thought that when Title IX came around, it immediately made anything everything even, and it did not. It takes time it to does. do stuff 100%, like that. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and sometimes lawsuits, but you know, I, I digress. <laughs> so, okay, so there's Lauren with her kids and her daughter and my daughter. I've talked about Marin before, play together on Lufu's GA. Yes. Uh, 2008. Yeah, you're 16. I know, right? What do, I don't even want to talk about it. So, who's second? <laughs> me. Middle child. Carrie. Yes, this is me. Carrie. See, I got my notes here. Okay. That's ca- that- Carrie Twelman. <laughs> Maro. Thank you. Because yep. I only know you as Coach Carrie. I know. Because yeah. I think for everybody in the soccer world, she coached, she coached my youngest. So as my youngest entered the fray and I see this person who looks largely like her sister and I'm like, is Lauren coaching? They're like, no, that's Carrie. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Yell yes. at my daughter more. <laughs> no, she's great. She's so great. So yes. you are second in the bunch. I am. And I know uh, Coach My Daughter, which I love. So, by the way, she's super competitive, even if it's Veta five on five. Mm-hmm. She'll she'll tell them. To, what did you used to tell them at halftime reset? Like beast mode? Was that your term? What would you oh, tell? Don't I, don't I would say like after they go, I would like, what happened to you guys in the second half? And she would, Harper would be like, coach Carrie said whatever. I'm like, well, she was right. And you just tore, you just <laughs> I tore honestly them don't up remember. and made them cry. <laughs> she just yelled at <laughs> I do. I do. Oh man. So you played as well up into the collegiate level. I, I did. I played all the way through. Yeah. Where'd you play? I played at central Missouri. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I and was started all four years, was captain my junior, senior year. Um, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And now, I miss it for sure. And now soccer has grabbed you in as a coach. It has. It has. So I, I actually coached high school out at St. Dominic the past two springs. Um, I started at the freshman level, and then last year I was at the JV level. And then I also do the fuse. So, and, and is yeah. Gigi the only... The, the, you have more than Gigi. So I do. I have seven, two boys. Six or seven. I have two boys. Okay. I have a 2012 boy. He's on the Blue Star premiere. And then I have a 2013 boy on the Blue Star team. And, and then, then your Gigi. little one who tears it up. Yeah, so she's Gigi, an ankle she biter. Is, she's 
tiny but mighty. She is tiny but mighty. She is not afraid to throw a tackle down on Harper, who is quite a bit taller than her. Yes, she's she's definitely tiny (laughs) for sure, but she holds her own. (laughs) And then I have a a five-year-old who isn't quite there yet. She wants to be, but... Well, I'm kind of holding off a little bit. Is she the one bit. that you're dragging though around? <laughs> exactly. Right, yeah, right. she gets dragged around everywhere. Yes. So that's how it, see, it gets in your blood and then they're like, I want to play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And so last but not least, you know, last as my younger, last is best, my young, my younger sister <laughs> would say. She is the baby of eight. Oh, yeah. They stopped the having baby, kids when baby they got the box. of eight. Yes. So Kelsey <laughs> yep. Twelman. Like, okay, now we're done. Peyton. Now it's good. Whoa, whoa. Kelsey Twelman Peyton? Yeah. All right. Yep. And I understand you to have your, I mean, so you of the, the Twelman sisters, you got the younger of the kids. Yes. that you've had and you so, have four too I do I just had my fourth five weeks ago so. you look amazing <laughs> got <laughs> badass you. thank you <laughs> super tired so I, I bet you are <laughs> I'm glad we have a drink for you it's good you yeah. burned it <laughs> yeah for sure but yeah I have four kids my oldest is six and she plays for Lufius it's her first year well kind of first year um, and then I have a four year old a two year old and then a five week, five week old God. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not Busy. really in the soccer world, but I lived it. Yeah. And so, so you played also up to I collegiate. Did. I did. And I played for did you Tru- Truman oh. State. Okay. In Kirksville. Yep. Yeah. Started all four years. And then you guys also grew up in St. Louis playing. So like you get the, yeah. I mean, some has changed in the St. Louis soccer landscape, but not a ton. But you understand the landscape, so to speak. Right. High school, yeah. club, Wait, system. Yeah. So let's let's go to that. Where did, where did you guys go to school? What was the You're going to be the high school, school I knew it. You did it. No, Incarnate word. Incarnate word. What are you doing? Uh, I went to St. Joe. <laughs> there, oh, St. Joseph's okay. Academy. I graduated in 2001. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I was, <laughs> I went to Incarnate Word Academy and Hold graduated on. in 05. Two you state champions. You wanted to go to St. Joe. I did. Oh, oh. My mom didn't let me. Yep. But good thing I didn't, because then I won two state championships. Oh, I was, oh. burn. <laughs> Family fun fact, I was the first Twelman to win a state championship. But yeah. then my name was taken off the banner. <laughs> <laughs> name drop. <laughs> what? Yeah, I told you it was going to get spicy. Oh, yeah. oh. JB. I, I'm uh, just going to sit back. You guys keep rolling. Did you get it's a, all good. Did you get a referee whistle from George? Because I think you need one. No, yes. no, no, no. I'm, I'm all for chaos. This is great. <laughs> I think they're all like, e, you can't yeah. see it, but they're all like, are you sure? They're looking yeah. at me like waiting for me to let it loose. But there's so many things. Like, where do we want to go first? Well, I, I was thinking about this too. Yeah, here's, yeah, what, here's where I would like to go. I mean, because obviously the extended family is a known name, not only locally, but nationally in the soccer landscape. So it, it's clear, it's evident, it's coming out on the mic right now. You guys are very, very competitive. Talk about no. the, the earlier, <laughs> you know, talk a little bit about kind of what it was like, you know, early childhood and, you know, it, it, why? Why so competitive? What, where did the that drive come from? Was it a was it a father? Was it an uncle? Was it all of them? You know, paint a picture for those that are listening. Well, can we first say when we were taking a picture for this? I was like Taylor, and they all went Taylor who? Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Twelman. <laughs> yeah. A little so, competitive. <laughs> I mean, it all started with our dad and our uncles. I yeah. mean, they all played collegiate level. Some went pro. My dad played baseball. He's going to want me to for the so Astros. I called dad yesterday <laughs> and asked him for all the stats. Oh, okay. So there we go. my dad and, and three of his brothers all were um, drafted to play pro soccer. Um, my dad d- turned it down and decided to play professional baseball. So he was the only one that had turned that down. 
So we came, we come from a very athletic family. Even on my mom's side, my my mom's brothers all played. Um, I don't know if they played college. They did. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And then uh, my uncle Greg, the St. Dominic coach, he's, you know, I think the winning, winningness, winningest, is that a word? Winningest. Most yeah. winning. <laughs> Another drink, <Coach>. please. <laughs> yes. um, in Missouri, my brother Mark coaches high school soccer in Kansas. Um, has got coach of the year the past, yes. like, two, three years. Yeah, so it's just, it's in our blood. But growing up, we were outside with some sort of ball or racket or hockey stick. I mean, we were playing all the time. And that, and on that, we were playing everything, yes. not just soccer. And I think that is huge. And what is so different from, like, today. I mean, kids yeah. can't with the way soccer and baseball and all of that is set up. It goes year round. Where yeah. when we grew up, it was you Remember only when we had played. seasons. Yeah, yeah. like what Seriously. is what are seasons? I have no idea anymore because we loved they play all sport year. Was in season. Right. We don't have that anymore. <laughs> so we played every. I mean, and it was all CYC. I know I yeah. didn't start club until like fifth grade. Right. So I mean, that is di- way different now. <laughs> Not too. when you were three years old. Not when what I was doing? three. <laughs> I know, right? No, but my mom always tells the story. So my dad would coach all of us just because there's eight of us. He had to have, you know, a set schedule for practices. So he would pick one night and just go from like 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. And my mom, we had a a van, a 15-passenger van with the license plate T-bus. And she would just like, like just wrote like, you know, a trolley system (laughs) basically. And bring dinner to my dad and then pick up one kid, drop the other kid off. I so love I mean, so much. sometimes yeah. forget yeah. a kid. Oh yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, here Sorry, we go. Mom, I Lauren's wasn't gonna cry. I wasn't gonna talk about this, but yes, I was forgotten at many softball practices. You know, b- the day before cell phones, so I couldn't call anybody, and had to ride home in the back of a pickup truck multiple times. So it's a baby. Love well, it, mom it, it builds character. Yes, we don't know. I mean, it's true. It, 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 it's, it's, <laughs> it's shining through right now. You're yes. killing it. Yes, thank you. And thank you know, you. I feel like I know you from a sideline. We're yes. co moms on a sideline, but I yes. feel like I know you so much better now. Yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense, sense, right? Yeah. Lauren, Lauren is one of those where it, like, the dads might get into it and there might be a mom. And there's one who beats me, and it's Lauren Kaiser. I'm yeah. like, oh, Lauren said that. Thank you. Yes. I I, said, I mean, I hope I don't say it loudly, but sometimes, you know, something does come out well, pretty loud. Well, Lauren has occasionally said, was that you or Olivia's mom? Yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Let's blame it on Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> she gets that from my dad. Yes. So, <laughs> so, so let me go over here to Kelsey real quick oh, then. No. Yeah, well, <laughs> because I think you're sitting in a unique catbird seat, not only as the baby yes. uh, of the siblings, but you have four young ones that are entering into the fray mm-hmm. y- you saw what it was like as a child in your own experience and now you're seeing your your, your siblings and their children your nieces and nephews etc go through this process right and we were just talking about multi-sport athletics and the value there you know you have the opportunity the benefit of learning from everybody else right. how, how do you uh, or how are you kind of planning on uh, managing your own children's like sports interest? Are you going to encourage early focus, multiple sports, you know, keep it really loose or, you know, because there's a lot of drive clearly in the Twelman family. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I see my older siblings go through it all. They are always so busy and I'm like, I don't want to be that way. So we're trying to get our daughter's feet wet in every sport. But she also wants to play with her friends. So we do Lufus in the fall, but then we get asked to do the winter league in the winter. And then we get asked to do the spring league. We're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to say no because Molly loves it. And 
we want to keep that fire going. But we honestly, we're trying to get her interest in every other sport too. So how, how old is she? She's only six. Six. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So how, how do the two of you kind of follow up part B of that? How do you manage? Because four, four is a lot. I have three. Uh, you, you have four. Yeah, I have four. Four, two. That was dumb. Like, <laughs> well, especially, you know, relatively close in age. When they are in multiple sports, when they are at multiple locations, when they are in multiple seasons, you know, it, how, do, how yeah. do you keep the enthusiasm? Because we as parents, it's really, in, it, it's critical for us to, like, enjoy their, their, their process. So how do you manage it within your own camps? Um, I mean, I have two boys, and so they play for Lufius, and then they also play select baseball. They play basketball. They do. We let them do all the things. If they want to play it, I say, okay, that's fine. But we have to make sacrifices here and there. You know, if they, you know, have a conflict, well, you got to decide what you're going to do. We like to say, you know, fall is soccer, spring is baseball. So if there is a conflict, it goes to whichever season is in that, you know, whatever sport is technically that season, even though there's not really seasons anymore. Um, but there are days where we have like nine games on a Saturday. And so, I mean, it's crazy. I don't know how Where's we do it, bus? but Where's the T-Bus? Exactly, <laughs> right? I mean, we have a Suburban and it, it we live out of it on a Saturday. You know, pack a cooler, lunches, all of the things. Um, but it's like, your kids want to do it and you don't want to tell them no. Right. And so, you know, us as parents, we make that sacrifice. And until the day where they say they don't want to do it anymore, I'm going to let them do it because... You know, you don't want to force them into something. And on that note, too, like my boys, they eat, breathe, drink soccer. Like that's all they want to do. You know, that's that's it. Um, but they do play baseball. But if they, you know, I'm not pushing them to do extra training sessions. I'm not pushing them to, you know, be the fittest, be, you know, all these things that, you know, the clubs are offering now, which I think is right. how kids are getting burnt out. So I just I let them kind of drive and I just kind of. Well, you Follow drive. Their lead. They right, exactly. Point. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you let them drive. That's I a problem. <laughs> Don't call me. Yes. We can tell you though, Kelsey, when they start driving, it's awesome. Oh yeah, no. It's a whole new worry, after, but awesome. Yeah, like, it's it worry yeah. and also very freeing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the worry is short-lived. Yeah, I mean, because I as you're it. sitting on the couch and like, oh my god, I don't need to go pick them up. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, I like it. Okay. I mean, that's what Live 360 is for. Just yes. follow that car. I mean, you can see where they, when they pick up their phone on that deal. I like it. But one thing, and not to, I don't know if it's the right, I don't, we've never done this many guests at one time, so I don't know the, 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 the cadence of this. But one thing you said, Carrie, is I find the same thing with my two daughters as well. And, and the, at least the older one has stopped playing, but the middle one, their socialization is largely linked to their organized sport. So, so so they, unlike myself, when we grew up where our, our socialization was high school friends, maybe neighborhood kids that we were sick of living by, but you still, it's kind of like an extended family. Um, maybe you, I, it's not that I didn't have friends on my soccer teams, but not like my kids do, where that is their, they want to go to practice, not just for practice, but they want to see their, their BFFs. They want to see, they want to spend time with them. Yeah. Is that Agreed. different, do you find? 
I do find that totally different. I mean, the fact that like when our girls want to have a birthday party, they want to invite their soccer friends, not school friends. That's huge. Do you know when I did mindset training with them for yeah. this? I was like, oh, I forgot to factor in 20 minutes for them to get back oh, together after yes. high school season. Yeah. They were, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to even get them for 20 minutes. They're, they're socializing. Yeah. Back together. Liv could not wait to get back yeah. and see all of her friends. That's so. interesting because that, yeah. that might be a little different than our generation well, where... When I grew up... Do you too? I would know. I was hanging out with my my select friends. Okay. Yeah, for my select team. So we yeah. she's shifting. She's a lot yeah. younger. She's eight years younger than yeah, me. Yeah, I'm so. only 32. Yeah. Well, well, I think... Only. <laughs> I, th- I think too, though, there's a shift and this was, this was going to be my kind of follow-up to this whole... Uh, train or, or line of questioning, so to speak, and that is when they do start to excel, when they do start to really love a sport, um, and then and then you have to deal with the other component, uh, you know, that equation, you know, like because the two, two of you, you know, talking about playing in college, and you know, Kelsey, you just mentioned like your friends were your soccer teammates, right? Right. right. Kids are kind of getting into that earlier and earlier. So, Lauren, maybe for you. Um, with the oldest kids kind of that have been navigating, when they start to stand out, when they start to really gravitate towards probably soccer in yes. this case, <laughs> do you change how you encourage, support, engage, challenge? Because when they're younger, we just want them to have fun. Exactly. Um, I, I, w- I don't know if I would say we changed the way we went about it. Olivia, our oldest, has always loved soccer. Not just playing, but she watches it. I mean, I just posted a picture on Twitter this weekend. She had homecoming, and she wouldn't let me like blow dry her hair in the bathroom. She had to be in front of a TV so she could watch Liverpool. I mean, she's just oh. invested in it. Oh no! You don't oh, like no, Liverpool. I'm a Chelsea guy. Oh, <laughs> shoot, shoot. Things just went we'll down. Let, no. We'll let it go. We'll let it go. Your, your mic you automatically muted. Yes. <laughs> we just cut that out. This might not go well from here. On. It's not me. It's my daughter. I know okay, nothing about it. Um, anyway, so she's always loved it. So for her, um, we didn't really change anything because she's always loved it. Now, if I go back, I know you know the high school club. You know. Oh, we're that, gonna get there. We yeah. have to. I think. But if I, so when I. When she last year as a freshman had to make that decision, she was kind of burnt out on club. The intensity of it, she kind of just was sick of, you know, sorry to her coaches, but kind of sick of listening to the same coaches over and over again. So high school was a good thing for her at that time. But I I mean, I'll touch on the, the experience wasn't the greatest, but it made her like so excited and so anxious to get back to club that it pushed her to another level that we hadn't seen in a really long time. So she had to miss it, is so what you're saying? She so had to is, miss she, it. is she entering into her sophomore year? Yes, she's now? in her sophomore year right now. What's her plans for the spring? So she's not um, 100% sure. Um, if it was up to Scott and I, we would probably lead towards staying club because as you know, going into her junior year, she can sign come June. Um, so this is a, a big year for her, and she right. needs to be seen. She wants to, you know... Go to, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say D1 because it's really not about D1. It's about playing. She wants to play. She, we realized in high school she's not a good bench sitter. So <laughs> she would like to, you know, be like my sisters, like be a four-year starter somewhere. So I don't know where she'll end up, but I do think that sitting out this year um, would, would benefit her. Sitting her out college. of high school? Sitting out so, of high so school. So staying with club through 
yeah. our, our spring and high try school and, season. And try okay. and sign early. Olivia has, um, I, don't, I think it's an oldest trait, anxiety a little bit. So she likes to, you know, if she can get or that. youngest. Yeah. If <laughs> she could get that off of her, yeah. you know, yeah. shoulders. She pays really good the, attention the and mindset ones training. ones are just grinning oh, right She's now. Excellent. Yeah, we don't have anxiety. <laughs> yeah. chill. I'm a middle one, so I don't have anxiety either. Um, but Olivia uh, does but, a little bit. I call bullshit. I've seen you on a sideline when the girls are not winning or you're not oh, happy. Yeah. You have total anxiety. Or when I'm like screaming <laughs> Olivia Margaret and everyone's just dying. Yeah, yeah. Or she'll be like, no, no. She also when, goes. When the middle name comes into play. No, oh my or God. she'll yes. just go straight last and she'll be like, Kaiser. Kaiser. Yes. Yes. Move your ass. And I'm like, that was Satan her mom. And then out. people look at him like, that's her mom. It's okay. That's yes. her mom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If you watch back video, you'll hear me. <laughs> so, so, so let me ask another question kind of in this frame of where we're at. Um, you know, as the kids get older, and especially with soccer in particular, because I'll be honest, I don't know anything about basketball and baseball anymore. It's just soccer. even myself, we just never did it. Yeah. With the landscape being what it is, the popularity of the game has never been bigger. Uh, the opportunities, the extension of the clubs and the different leagues and higher level and, and frankly, showcases and everything are moving into a much different environment. You know, knowing, because you guys sat front row, not only your own careers, but you're watching family members, you know, and hearing the stories of previous, like you've seen that as good as it was for your family and your siblings and your parents, it's better now for kids moving forward. How do you kind of balance, you know, when you see something special in one of them or they, they express that, that interest to really go to the next level? Do you think about that? Do you talk about like how you're going to navigate those waters and encourage club or encourage, uh, you know, the 30 day kick around in Europe? Because those are all real opportunities. Does that excite you or does that scare you? Uh, scares me. I'll start because I'm at like the simple level where yeah. I see <laughs> you got the itty bitties. Yeah. yeah, my uh, four year old. He is like totally a natural athlete. He grabs the ball and he like can move his body like like I've never seen a four year old can with the ball. And I obviously, I'm like, good job, Will, good job. But they're not sitting there like, good job, Olivia. Keep working hard, kicking hard. How do you know? <laughs> I don't know. If you do, then that's a problem. But um, if they express the interest in going to that level, then I will obviously support it. But I'm not going to like affect their happiness in the middle sure. of it. So I'm not going to push them too hard. So going through it with my girls, we saw it in Olivia. She wanted to go to that high level. We were gung-ho for it. Like, let's go. Um, spending ungodly amounts of money on travel. Um, with <laughs> our second one, we could see that she didn't really love it. She, um, going into 11 v 11 is when the club goes to the GA. So she was going to become GA the next year. And we got a call from um, her coach and said, she's on the bubble. Um, we're not sure where we should put her. Well, then we got another call saying, if she want, if you want her on the GA, you can put her on the GA. And Scott, you know, had that phone call and came over and talked to me. And I was like, well, how does that work? Like, I thought the GA, you had to earn your spot and yeah. you had it's to be... It's all about money. Cool. Yeah, for anybody with, with <laughs> that, 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 occasionally I do get a little ding that... that it's very acronym, right? In soccer, we're super acronym. So if there are people that are listening, they're like, what are you talking about? Girls Academy. 
ECNL, which I don't remember what that stands for anymore. Well, it's kind of become G its own G word. Yeah, GA is the girls' equivalency mm -hmm. of MLS Next. Yeah, and yeah. so you got girls' cat, or you got ECNL. So two very high-level leagues. Yeah. They, I will leave them to battle out who's the best. But yeah, very high-level leagues that are very selective in their process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. so it's interesting that you got that. Phone but call. I thought it was selective until this phone call. So we got that phone call. My husband and I were very. Um, our girls need to earn their spot on a team. They need to work hard. They're not, we tell them you just don't get given something. Like you have to work towards it. So for her, for us to be told that we could just make or let her have it, even though I knew Sophie really wanted to be on this team to be with her friends, um, we decided not to because we feel like she needs to earn her spot. Um, the other players that were given that opportunity went ahead and chose to be on the GA. Putting her on the GA, by the way, would have made my life so much easier because they travel together. <laughs> Putting her on the other team, we were going like, my husband and I never saw, don't, we don't see each other in the fall. Who's Scott? Yeah, who's Scott? <laughs> Scott, I know who he is. Um, so that, um, we, she didn't have what Olivia had. Now, she does, like she does have it. I shouldn't say she doesn't have it. She does have what Olivia has. She just doesn't want it as much. So I'm not gonna pay 20 grand in travel for our second right. one. And she has it in basketball. So I will pay that in basketball. So she's playing basketball right now. Yeah, selects basketball. You yes, said she likes yeah, that. She loves she's it. Dialed in. She's yeah, doing great. She's aggressive again. Her um, confidence is there that she kind of lost in soccer. So um, it's good. And who knows? She could go back to soccer. She could play high school. High school soccer is good for my second one, for sure. Uh oh, is go that ahead. leading? I the think next it's good for Olivia question? too. Yeah, and I have a different opinion of high school. Let's go. <laughs> for sure, and, 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 and I think it's fair. And, and there's probably going to be some. We're only what seven episodes in, six by the whatever. It's very, and it's a, it was a quick topic to come up because I think a it's a topic. real topic. Because mm -hmm. Carrie, to your point. We had seasons, right? There was right. no ability to... You weren't playing club when you played high school unless you played a different sport. And then my softball coach would get mad because I got hurt in a soccer game. But right. it would be that way. But now, sometimes with more choice is awesome, but it can lead to a, a lot more anxiety over choosing what the right, right, right path might be for your kid. Right. So, I don't know. It's a hard topic. It's definitely... Because I've seen both sides. Like, I see Olivia... And what happened to her her freshman year, because she should have been on the field. But then I, I coached it, and I see the camaraderie, you know, between playing for a school, like that pride, that school pride that you don't get at a club. And, like, it mimics the best thing, the closest thing to college. Like, you're playing girls who could be four years older than you. You are playing for a school. You have that school pride. You have all those things, which you don't get at a club. And so that is like my biggest thing. But I've also been on, so I was a graduate assistant out of college at Maryville University with oh. Eric Delabar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fantastic. Um, so they, and he will attest to this too, that he doesn't just do his recruiting from Select. I mean, he's a smaller school, so granted that. They're D1 though, right? But I D2. Know, D2. Yeah, they were, they used to be NAIA, yeah. now they're D2. Um, but... I mean, he's like, I go, you know, he goes to all the, the high school things too. So I think, you know, a lot of that, a lot of the parents get caught up in, you know, oh, I want my kid to be seen here and there. Well, then it's your job to give that coach the schedule. Like they're not, you know, you go into these showcases with like this massive list of college people that are there. Okay. I want to check in 
and I want to see actually what coaches showed up because if you do that, there's maybe 10. Well, I, I think um, so, we just had, my little tidbit there. <laughs> well, we had your we had your uncle on, okay. uh, Coach Keller. Yeah, uh, he was on a, a panel with Vader uh, and uh, Terry Mickler. So Vader in. coached two of our brothers mm-hmm. yeah. and me. Yeah, and her. Here's my select coach. And I think Vader put it best, um, you know, because I think the, the landscape has changed so dramatically, and I think there's a lot of different issues here within this subject matter. But when you talk about pathway, collegiate pathway, D1, you know, say power 50 schools, right? The reality is, and, and this was Vader's quote, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, he's like, you know, 15 years ago, I would get, re- they would all reach out to me and say, who do I need? And now they reach out and say, who am I missing? Right. You know, so okay. because the vast majority of these programs are gravitating towards the MLS Next to the, the certain ECNL events, and, you know, I don't know as much about the GA side. Uh, I have three boys. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm on the other side of the fence. But I, but we've talked to a number of Division One coaches that are really, they're saying the same thing publicly and they're saying it privately. Uh, and it's a fact, it's a number of different factors. Uh, recruiting is expensive to travel for these guys, et cetera. You know, these coaching programs, it's expensive. But I think, and, and this is where I'm going with this question. I'm really curious what you guys think about the issue of parental expectation, uh, unrealistic uh, status of their own child, or overinflating their own expectation and projecting it onto their kid. Well, my kid's a you know a top twenty D one player. Well, no, they're not. I mean, they're we, twelve. <laughs> yeah. How know, do you how do you see that you already? Know, specifically <laughs> in those high school ages, because right. you know you guys have been around the game your whole life. There's a difference between really, really good high school players and those kids that are special, yeah, you know, right. and they have it. So talk about you. I was talking special the other way. Carrie, this question's really for you because okay. you are a high school coach. Yeah. You, you know, when you see those kids that stand out, right. do you think differently? Do you approach the parents in a different way, you know, compared to a lot of the parents that have good kids, but they're really not there? How do you okay, well, that? I will just say, dealing with parents suck. Mm. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. we're all parents, and we right. know. And we I know, know. Sucks, no, yeah. and I know. But from a coach's standpoint, because everyone thinks, and I think it too, like your kid's the best, right? You want them to be the best. You want them to do all these things. So honestly, as a coach, I don't think I would approach them differently. Um, I kind of wait for them to approach me and kind of give them my insight. Um, I would never... Like, of course, if I think that, you know, Susie is, you know, excelling tremendously and I think she would, you know, benefit from this, this and this, maybe I would talk to them. But otherwise, like, you know what? It's their kid. Let them do what they think is right. Like, I, you know, my kid, my son, my oldest, he was on the top team, you know, the first couple of years that they were in 77, 99. And then all of a sudden he was dropped to the second team. But for him, it was a good thing because he that confidence started to like go down a little bit. But of course, me being the competitive person that I am, I was pissed yeah. because you know you have, you know, the inter like club, not the inner club, but like other clubs that come over and mm-hmm. and they're guaranteed spots on the top team without even like trying out necessarily. They just put them on that team and then they kick off kids who have earned that spot the past couple years, which is what happened to my son. 
but for him it was like a good thing but now he's like excelling he's you know the most vocal player he's a leader on his team and he'll eventually get there but it was hard for me as a parent as competitive as I am to kind of see that and not be mad and not like push you him call, you want to call bullshit right at the time well, I have a and question like, at the time so did, right. the, did the coach before this happen with your oldest D um did you have any inkling that that was going to happen? No. That's where I'm going to go with this. Coaches no. aren't honest. No, not at all. You have these like individual player development, you know, every what, every well, in between seasons. And the thing that IDPs, sucks, yes, right? And they're IDPs. not honest. They're not. I want to know, like, well, does if my, you my ever kid get needs it. to run? Yeah. Like, you guys get your IDPs? What? We, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we. I don't know if we've gotten one in the past. No. I mean, the older A they couple get, of the, them more, we have. the more you have it. Right. I mean, with Olivia, yeah, I mean, mine are that. still little. But no, the thing that made me mad was that it happened in the middle of the season. So we had a couple players come over from a different mm-hmm. club who were promised the spot. And then my kid was put down, which looking back was probably the best thing for him. But in the moment, I was ticked. I was mad. Like, because, you know, he made friends like... And that was another thing I was gonna, I was thinking about yesterday. Is I was like, oh, what am I going to talk about on this podcast? <laughs> is um, oh god, now I just lost my train of thought. Was um, making friends is what you're talking oh, about? Oh, friends! Like back in the day when we were growing up, you had to try out for a team, and that yes. was your team. Like it was not really messed with, but you had to try out again every single year. Like yes. it wasn't like it was a guaranteed spot. Yes, no. if you were a returning player, you you most likely had your spot, but. You know, nowadays it's like if you have money and you're willing to pay, you get a spot. Yeah. And on, it's like on some teams. On some teams. I'm not saying all of the teams, but what I'm saying is, you know, like the kids who are on that top team, they're so used to playing with each other and then they do all this shuffling all the time. And it's like, where is that like team chemistry? I wonder and that's if that's not just on the boy side. Because I feel like mm. on the girl side it's not as bad. I don't know. I feel like um, yep. when it when it comes to the players that I work with on the mind to define part and mindset, I will I might lose touch with the player for a while and sure enough when it comes to tryout time, when Parents it comes to go crazy. Well, and then it comes to depending Bingo. on and again, yeah. I don't want to pick on any club because all it's oh, difficult, no, it's but especially, it's especially the bigger well, they are, the harder it is. We played Gallagher before. Yeah. We right. and, yeah. and, 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 but, but when they, then they, you, you like, okay, I'm in a pool. Okay, but what does that mean for the pool? And and what does that mean if, if they're on the boys' side? If they are an MLS next club, it gets a little fuzzier on the girls' side. There's actually, as much as we might say ECNL and GA, it's less opportunity still. Yeah. It's still less opportunity. Um, but it gets fuzzy in those times, and there's a lot of times where sometimes I feel like I'm literally just being uh, uh, um, a, a sounding board for the parent and the and the player to try and figure out what should I do in this crazy three-week period before we can say, you have a spot. Right. Here's your team. Right. And, and it's hard, and they're little. But a lot, of that, would, yeah. like a lot of that would change if coaches are honest with their players. And they have to be honest to say... Your kid's not good enough. Exactly. And don't do it right at tryouts. Do it like in the middle of the season. Like, hey, I see Susie struggling a little bit. If if we don't see this, this, and this by the end of spring, we might it might be best for her to move to the team below. Or even at the end of spring and say, Hey, you know, this is what we're thinking for next year going forward, unless she makes this huge progress over the summer, which is possible if you get her the training, if you get her what she yeah, needs. Yeah, but you might go well, elsewhere. And, and puberty well, yeah, and I everything mean, else but, that happens. Uh-huh. But, but, then, the but then it's like, are we trying to build a club or are we just trying to collect money? Right. 
There, that's 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 because fair, and and it's the I think it's the, when you say even on the boys' side, it's a common complaint. Well, with, I, I, so Academy is very different. You can yeah, tell us, you know, JD. I, I'm, I'm a little bit of a devil's advocate on this one, it, it purely because I, I see youth soccer in St. Louis as extremely unique, given our history, the pedigree. It's different here. We are just better. We are better at every level. So, you know, you look at the top teams and you look at the three, four, five largest clubs, you know, with Gallagher and Fuse in particular at the top of the pile, you don't win that many national championships. Those, the the tournaments, you you don't consistently on the, on the men's and the women's side year over year over year at every age group if something isn't working, right? Yeah, right. So there, I totally agree. So there's that. And then you have that middle world where everybody gets really frustrated and it's pay to play and, you know, and, and th- these things that occur where, you know, the coaches, you know, you mentioned um, that you you wish clubs were more honest. And I agree with you. That happens. Yeah. But we're all parents on sidelines with teams and we've had parents as peers with kids that they're not being honest with themselves as far as where their kid lies. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I was like, parents also need to be honest. Coaches have a lot of pressure on them. And this conversation is totally scaring me. No, <laughs> I'm quitting. No, after this. Well, Kelsey <laughs> is quitting Lufus. Kelsey, my, my advice is let them golf. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the tennis, tennis, tennis. Let the females golf, and you'll yeah, pickleball, pickleball, yeah, on the rise. Pickle, it totally is on the rise. No, but tell me about that because you're. I've watched your your verbal non-verbals here listening to your older (laughs) sisters and you're experienced obviously play we we all we've all been around um but you're new when it comes to like you got fresh eyes what are your fresh eyes seeing all i'm thinking about is my oldest and her anxiety and they know told you oldest, and it's my fault i probably put it on her but she's totally gonna get anxious with all this decision like do i play high school or do i play club I don't want her to go through that. I don't want to see her do that. Well, and it's not just, hey, do I do this? You've got the club telling you not to. Right. And, you know, or this is what you should do. Mm-hmm. And and then you have your parents saying, like, last year, Scott and I were all gung-ho. Play, play high school. We want you to play high school. Scott played high school for Lindbergh. I was in high school at St. Joe. And so we wanted her to have that experience. But there were, cl- there were coaches telling Olivia not to play. Yeah. So it is... It, was hard, but Olivia, you know, she was just like, I'm playing high school, so. Yeah. Well, and, and as I, long as she's, like, able to make her own decision, I feel yeah, like she'll that's... she'll be able to. I would well, not yeah, be able to make not. that decision for her. Now, now I know that sometimes the, the club coaches, these the last few episodes, have felt like a little bit of bashing, and I want to understand oh, it. Gosh, I, no. I was a club coach, too. Yeah. Well, I, I tiny, am a club I was, coach. And you were a club yeah. coach. I was My a tiny, a club coach. I was a tiny My club coach. Too. Very tiny, so... But, but what I, I will say is... I am not. Okay. On purpose. And I quit for a reason. But... We do it for money. I do it for free fees. If you guys would think about it, like, Think about the advantage that that it just is the structure. I'm not saying anything, but think about the advantage boys have that bo- are in our state. That boys, I know that still there are club coaches that still don't want them to go play high school. They want to keep them for those three months, and I get that. But they have that that whatever August, September, October. Yeah. But then you got the winter and the spring to reconnect and create synergy. And Lauren, you know that our team. I watched it. I, I think we both watched it. They struggled yeah. to create synergy in a matter of three weeks before they're playing. And we I were didn't on fire before high school. They were on fire, yeah. and and they're playing against teams in other states that 
didn't either choose to play high school or their high school season in the, in the fall. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder, I'm like, hey, do we have to do an episode with Misha? <laughs> yes. Well, I know there's talk yeah. about trying. I know that some parents on our team are trying to fight yeah, Misha. Yeah, it's, it's not been working, no, I don't think. They're, they're, Misha's kind of hard. Yeah, and it's... <laughs> I'm sure it made sense at one point in time when we there were seasons. Carrie, we yeah. talked about. And I, I did. We softball, but ha- basketball, but college whatever. is in the fall. Yeah, and that was weird for me when I went so to college. I, I was like, I, know, right? I was like, Same. oh, we're not. We're. I played. I just got done, and it was actually good because I was fitter. I didn't have all that year in my yeah. senior year of high school to be unfit and for then freshman being, year. You know, going into college, <laughs> gaining that freshman twenty, and then having to play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no, I yeah. think it benefited, but it was <laughs> weird to then be done. In you know November, right. if you went far enough, and then be like, oh, that's it. Okay, I'm not. Softball's in the spring, spring. for college, mm-hmm. so it's just it is, was really eye opening to get that feedback and realize that I'm not saying that somebody wouldn't decide I'm not doing high school or I am going to do high school, but that that seasonal thing can really potentially affect a team. But so, these high right. schools don't have fields to have boys play and girls play in Listen, the fall. I, it, here's the thing. And here's, field hockey. Here's there my, are plenty of fields around St. Louis. Can we yeah. put football in somewhere else? Can they just play in the winter? Indoor. Can <laughs> they just, just play in the lands or wherever the lands They like turf. Put them on turf somewhere. Oh, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Put them at Creek Court. <laughs> because you know, I have a I have son who stopped playing since, but but George play, Georgie played at Kirkwood High School and they were constantly getting booed. They never got to practice on the regular field because foot they're in season yeah. with football. And so I'm just like I feel, I feel like there's an answer that I'm not smart enough to figure out, but yeah. somebody could for Missouri. Do, do you guys <laughs> think that maybe we're like kind of overanalyzing or hi- hyper-focusing on realistically a very small percentage of players, right? Because y- there's debates on the, on the boys' side that I've had with uh, Dave Ehrenberg, right, over at Ledoux. We, we have this friendly banter, and he, he indicated to me at preseason this year, record turnout. I mean, they had more kids come out than have ever tried out at Ladue High. And then there was this, well, let's talk about the kids you can't have and, you know, that he was upset about that are in the academy. He's like, well, they really need to be here for all these experiences. I'm like, well, what about, let's say there's 10 of them. What about the 10 kids that you would displace if they came back? Because these kids would be at the top. So now what do you do with your captain? What do you do with other yeah. starters? All those seniors that you probably would cut to have the starting freshmen. Correct. The 25 people you have on so, your roster where you rotate yes. it on a two-minute cycle like hockey, which doesn't work or for soccer. Or not sub at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or well, right. you know, and you have programs that are no-cut programs. Yeah. So, so that compounds the issue. So, you know, we, we, we love to talk about the top because it's 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 shinier lights it's brighter yeah. right but the reality is our landscape should be able to and is currently accommodating everybody yeah that's that's a problem so it's like that you know that everyone's a winner like everyone deserves a medal i mean i played you know i coached at dominic and we were a no cut school mm-hmm. until last year and we just had to be realistic we were like okay well you know, Susie and this chick, you know, they just, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just using Susie. There was no Susie. (laughs) We're just (laughs) saying Susie. Um, But I mean, these girls would show up that, you know, just want to be out there to be with friends, have fun. But it's like, if you're trying to build a program and win state championships, why are we keeping Susie when she would never see a minute and she's not going to play you know, like, you know, because on JV, you can't play as a junior or 
maybe. Is no, that right? right? Is that right? Yeah. So you, at, at least at Dominic, at, as a junior, you can't be on JV. And she's a sophomore. So the next year, she you're would not. You're bust. You're, exactly. Yeah. So why keep him around one more year? Because it's her senior year. Or junior year. No, she was. She'd yeah. be a sophomore. Well, Just give Susie yeah. the experience. But yeah, ex- ah. I know. I understand that. But when you have <laughs> when you have thirty kids <laughs> on you, a you team, love, you're loving this, Kelsey's aren't you? But if you have thirty kids on, but really Kelsey's no stirring when she's sitting back she and That's why we tell the kids who are really good to stay away from high school so Susie can play. <laughs> but what is that doing for high schools? Let him go. I mean, have you watched high school soccer? I mean, yes. It's not great. I know it's not great. It can be. Well, yeah. In Carnivore Academy, I'm not lying, was probably the best soccer. I yeah, because Jeff Muir is the we beast. Ki- we killed them, but they played, they stayed true to real soccer. I know, and now, that's what... the nearing St. Joe game, the ball was in the air. Kick and run. 80% of the time. Soccer can't be played in the air. It was not a good that's game. That's because you had Susie on the team. <laughs> <laughs> Susie, Susie, I hear you. I'm sorry for anybody named Susie. Susie, Susie, Susie wanna, St. Joe. <laughs> I want to buy her a sandwich. I'm yes. say I'm anybody sorry. Named Susie Susie Kansas sandwich. Anybody named Karen has a <laughs> By the way, I have no idea where Susie came from. I don't either. I just... <laughs> I just said Susie. But you okay. guys you guys bring up a really good point because Marin, you know, yeah. Olivia's counterpart, um, and on the same team, Olivia's a sophomore, Marin's a freshman, so yeah. I'm new to this, especially on the girl side and JB, we don't have an academy, so that's a different podcast. Yeah. Olivia almost went, she said she um, wishes that the club would just say no high school so that they didn't have to make the decision. You know, Anxiety. And and, and yeah. I, I wonder if and, and I wanna mm, so club coaches I know and, and high school coaches I know too that like I feel that the pain comes the complaints and comes from what are the, what's that saying you know it's a need that's unseen or we need yeah. to want to be heard and and they both want to be heard and seen right and and high school coaches want people to know like hey we can have some, we we can do some quality stuff too yeah. like we're not a demon and club some club coaches I think even despite your club, you can have really great coaches and maybe a club philosophy, but you have fantastic coaches in there yeah. that are also like, I also want what's best. And then you have to figure out like, what is the goal of the team? What is the goal of the individual? Do they align? Do they not? And then what do you do in the meantime? I wonder what your thoughts and are we so busy on either side, high school or club trying to satisfy everybody's need that we're actually satisfying nobody's need? Yeah. Oh. That's what I mean. We're trying to like, you know, make everybody happy when, you know, like you come out for tryouts, you're trying out. So there's going to be cuts is my, you know, if you're showing up at a tryout, then you know, there's a risk of being cut. Whereas if you show up to some of these high schools, it's just like, oh no, we just want everybody just come on in. It's a, you know, a revolving door, which I mean, Craig's done a fantastic job. I mean, it speaks for itself with all the state championships that they've won. But that's at the varsity level. Like, if you drop it to the JV and the freshman level, it is like okay. So I have, a, I have a question for you, then, because this comes directly from a player who shall not be named, but a young, a young one who's I think a sophomore this year, but last year she was a freshman, high level player. Thought about parents of I want you to play for high school and we have the experience, right? right? And then she walked into a practice because it was no cut freshman, and she was like. Uh, they were teaching people how to pass the ball. I'm out. Exactly. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. yeah. I mean, that was what I was like. That's a no. Coming as yeah. Kelsey. <laughs> you can't see that Kelsey's is, face right now. But yes. she's like, oh. I mean, that's what I'm saying. No. Like you have, 
Susie, Terrible. like what I'm saying, Susie, who can't even <laughs> pass the ball. Susie, get her out. We're sorry, Susie. But it's a no-cut this school, so you're time. required. Susie's you're making required. a bumper sticker. Please put a hashtag. <laughs> you do a hashtag with Susie in it, so oh we're sorry. SMS Susie. Susie, I'm sorry. Be honest with Susie. I think it all lies within the parents. The parents start that kid's life not telling that kid the truth, and 100%. they aren't brave enough to be like, what girlfriend, soccer's not your sport. Let's try this one. What, what about this right. angle, too, as far as people being honest with themselves? Because in high school soccer, um, there's a delta. There's a significant delta between schools and programs that have a system that, that can, for those two, three months, uh, help teach players something new that the club is not, that they teach them leadership or whatever the characteristic yeah. is. But those are the exception to the rule. The, the high school landscape, you have a lot of schools out there. I mean, they're putting up, you know, they're blanking on scoring, you know, and they're getting beat four, five, six, yeah. nothing. Yeah. You know, at least at the club level, you know, again, at these top levels, you will see a game like that rarely. It's random. You t the delta between the haves and have nots at academy is much, much closer. Yeah. So what about high schools in Michigan? And, and I know that Greg and... Uh, Terry and Vader and all of them are working on the Champions League on the boys' side. Right, yep. That's not on um, the girls' side. No, girl. No, I what? think it's just no, the we, boys. No, we have, there's a big, that's a different okay. episode. You guys going to come back? I, I don't, yeah. Part two, right? But yeah. Part two. Sure. Yeah. Where's Every week. The AD from Ursuline, I was listening to her <laughs> podcast. She needs a seat at that table. Yeah, yeah. Well, well yeah. Sarah, it, Sarah Gunther. It, it, yeah, Sarah she's Gunther. Involved she's involved. She's and she is outspoken. Yeah, Oakville coach. And I'm sure, you know, that's actually, we should hook Jen Brooks up with it. But here's my my point real quick though things like here's the thing let me back up a little bit i love high school soccer yeah. i played it great experience well we all it, played it's, right? well it's a lot it's, different it's, nowadays than it, it was back then it yes. did but it's when we stagnated. played the, it was packed of fans yes, absolutely not for girls games well no i mean okay i love granite city that's yeah, what yeah, we did granite go. city tournament no <laughs> no but my point is like it, it stagnated. It, it didn't. There weren't a lot of changes that were being implemented in the high school game, whether it's via Misha or things like a Champions League, etc. It, it it all was just status quo. And then while that stayed status quo, these clubs got bigger and, and, and yeah. stronger, and the academies and and now they're wondering like, oh well, wait a second, we're we're relevant too, you know, for those kids. We'll do something. So this is where like I encourage all these schools. I agree. You know, hey, uh, Ehrenberg and those, they started the, uh, the, the the best 11. You see it on Twitter where they're putting these kids that are nominated by, you know, the coaches at the games. And you have your best 11 of the week. And it could be a kid from Altoff and a kid from CBC and a yeah. kid from Dominic. Olivia was on that team or on that 11 so, at one point so when she I, played. Here's, here's where I'm going with this. And Carrie, I, I'm going to push it back to you because you are, you're more in the trenches on the high school side. You, you get the keys to the car. How do you change it? How do you make it oh, no. more attractive, more for those kids that are on a bubble? Sisters. Can she call my dad? <laughs> yeah, can I phone a friend? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, Like I said, high school is supposed to mimic college. Okay, so when I was preparing to go to college, we had a fitness plan. We had weight room. We had, you know all these access, all these things. So I, when I was talking to Greg and I was talking to some of our other high school coaches, I'm like, you have this great facility, right? This huge facility at St. Dominic. Where is, at least on the girls' side, where is, where is our weight training? Thank you. Where is our, you know, we have 
girls out with like ankle injuries? Where's like the strengthening? PTs. Where is exactly? I mean, we do have a PT, but specialized because bodies. Are why different. don't we have yeah. like? someone who is running us through a warm-up every day someone who's cooling us down every day why do we not have a fitness schedule where you know mondays you know if we don't have a game for two days okay we're fitness like you know in in college we always had mondays off because we played friday saturday mondays would be off we always knew tuesday we come in we knew there was going to be fitness so why is there not a more regiment schedule for something and like it doesn't, that. regimen doesn't have to be bad. It's because structure. One, Kids like structure. One, one it's going to make the athletes better. But two, it's going to keep Susie from coming out because she's not going to pass that fitness. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm feeling for Susie yeah. here. Like, <laughs> I'm just Susie sticking with it. I'm just, I'm just sticking with Susie. I'm just names like out of vogue and it won't come back. Um, <laughs> well, question, but can I real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Do you kind of guys feel like do you all played CYC? Do you mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, right. Do you, I feel like this is like the old CYC conversation when you were CYC, but then you were that person who went select oh, and went yeah. for the fifth grade. I feel like it's this same conversation in a different way, but just brought now to a different level where we're not even th- talking about CYC right now because it's it's it sounds I'm gonna be mad it's found its place oh, sort yeah. of yeah. and and does in, high school oh and select God. need to figure out how to find their Brutal. place in this game right. I don't know Susie yeah, high school, need, high school <laughs> does need to just change the Susie way they're Cullen. going about coaching going about the game scheduling the, season yes well because the game that's being played club is not the game that's being at least on the girl side in high school so mm-hmm. you're wanting these club players to play high school then you need to play club soccer well to, to your point to like style soccer you, oh. well here's the, here's the other thing too it's that parental expectation yeah. when parents spend three, five, ten grand a year on You're a club, little bit more invested, right? You're looking for an ROI. I am. So yeah. so the high school, I don't want to hear from a high school coach, Here, here's what I'm going to give you. Here's your ROI. I'm going to give you an experience. I'm going to give you 2,000 people in the stands. I'm going to give you all that because me as the parent, okay, great. When are you going to talk to college scouts for me? Yeah. What does that process look like? Right. You know, so it's like... There needs to be some onus taken well, back. Right. Well, just like, you know, when you're trying to go to college, you usually have your high school advisor. Right. Why is there not an athletic outlet? Like, I know our uncle does it on the side, no, Tim. I, but I was just going to say that. Why are the clubs, with the amount of money we're spending, not Why do they us? not have it either? Yeah. But I think it's high school could too. Probably with your coach, I it's, feel like. It's, maybe. it's integrating I more. I hope so, because I'm, I'm lost. Well, yeah. it's yeah. a lot of work on coaches, though. Like, if you think about it, like, you have how many players? Yeah. You're one person. So they need to have... Yeah. It, like, almost a different person almost, in the club. Exactly. Well, we just talked to Wendy. Or a couple. At Gateway. Yeah. Rush. Yeah. So so Wendy's gone to Missouri Rush. Yes, And I that saw will that. be one of her, her roles. Here's what it... But I thought that was, like, for players who go to college, call her. Both. Um, oh, okay. So it'll be both. It'll be... I think that actually is an add-on. That's her nice. thing to help them be like, you made this choice. What can we do with adversity, right? How can we handle the fact that life didn't look like how you thought it was? Yeah. That's one aspect. But I think the other aspect is also... I, 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 I could be reading into Wendy's words, but I feel like also helping out with that because she has connections, right? She knows and she could, she coached D3, D1. She played at D1, she coached all the levels. You know, this is the kind of life you're looking at. And and we definitely have people with that experience I know. around. We just don't utilize them. Or we don't have good video either. What, what, 
video. Well, oh, you're talking about because well, <laughs> now you need highlight reels. You guys so have no insane. idea. Just you need highlight reels. You need a Twitter handle. Just you need go all yeah. TikTok and search soccer mom reels. You yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> Marin's always editing. She's always editing. Actually, she's got <laughs> yeah. Susie. Susie. She's I'm still waiting for Susie's highlight reel. She's like that. We just created a new Karen. <laughs> Susie is soccer. Susie is soccer. There you go. That's where it came from. Well, we're coming up. No, JB, don't do it. There will be a part two. I told you. We will absolutely do a part two. Sure. Okay, because two. This same day, same time. Yeah, see <laughs> you here next week. I would be totally remiss to not bring up and ask your the three of your opinions of this new bright shiny toy of ours, City Park, yeah. oh, St. Gosh. Louis City SC, the stadium, the team. It is it, a vibe. It yes. is totally a vibe. Okay, Kelsey, go ahead. I think girls, I mean, when I walked in there, I my I got the chills. I was like, this is awesome. Finally, I have a but sport why? that I want to watch. Okay, because the facility, the sport, the atmosphere. The atmosphere. 100%. People. Okay. The fans are not like Cardinals fans where they just come for the peanuts <laughs> and the nachos. No, it was like soccer and people. And you see people, you, hanging you, out. you don't <laughs> sit down. No. Nobody sits down. Yeah. yeah, it hurts my back a little bit. Oh, I'm older than all of you. Shut up. One thing I will say they is they right. could have done a little bit better on the concessions. Oh, oh, whoa. What are you uh, doing right now? More Gerard, Gerard no. just fell over. <laughs> I'm just saying, I Susie? love, they need to hire Susie. No, <laughs> no, I, she's better suited I, on that front. I what? am so happy that they finally brought a team to St. Louis. I think it is the one sport that was missing for sure. And they did it right. But I think what makes it is the atmosphere. How what's, many people are there? What's missing for food for you? What is it? I don't mean food. I oh, just mean the, the lines are insane. Can oh, you still are you talking about operations? Animal? Yes. I'm yes, just yes. talking about operations. Oh, not, not necessarily what is available, but I think you can only get pretzels at one place. Dad would have a fit if he went on more. <laughs> if he had season tickets, he would have a fit because you can only get pretzels at like one of the concessions. Oh, my dad talks to Gus. Yeah. Get Gus, Gus, the game. Gus is pretzels. We oh, need you to come go. to City Park. Kelsey, what about you? I'm You're Lauren. You're looking at me. I'm Lauren. What did I do? What are you Kelsey, doing? Young one. Lauren. I know. I, I had my notes. I know it looked really young, but she's the youngest. No, which all the youngest always do that, right? They yes. always proclaim. They're like, I'm the youngest. Well, my actually, I I try and fool everyone. Yeah, that's not fair when you pay for it. Oh, oh dang! Oh, God, we gotta have sisters on more often. <laughs> Why did I bring these two? <laughs> it was it, actually, it was so funny. It was my daughter, JB, that I was like, I feel like there's a Lauren Kaiser in there. She's like, get her sisters. And I'm like, oh. and I only know yeah. you. I didn't know you, Kelsey. Oh, and I was yeah. like, there's more than one. Well, we have two and more. There is what? two more. There's five girls. But they're on the hockey side. Yeah, they're a hockey. Oh, that's that even could better. Be fun. Yeah. You don't, we they don't even need to talk. fouler mouths, don't they? they? Yes, oh, they do. 100%. <laughs> yes, they do. I think that's in part two. And then you and I just open it and then we just shut up. Oh, I'm totally, oh, no, no, no. We, we, are we should do a doing. whole twelman. Our whole twelman. That would not outside. go well. <laughs> it would not go well. Cancel. Need a much bigger table. Yes, you do. for sure. I just want to know: Do you guys keep Taylor grounded? Is what I want to know. We don't get uh, to see him as often with how much he travels. We don't. He yes. is gone. But a lot. I will yeah, see he's him. He's gone a lot in Boston. Oh, yeah, I get to run the Boston Marathon. Oh wow! Just to let you know, and you jet, you have so a ton of She had to throw that in yeah. there. Yeah, girl, I qualified last year. Girl, <clears throat> that's yeah. awesome. I'm pumped. Get her another drink. You're gonna need it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. 
Well, thank you. Can you close is this it, out for me? I'm already a drinking big No, one. <laughs> you know, this was a pleasure. It was really kind of an honor to sit down and chat with you guys because oh, you guys are you. a great family. I mean, we never met you guys personally, but we know of everything that your family's done. Can you say it? Call them hammers. They're hammers. They're hammers. Uh-huh. They're hammers. I appreciate Thanks. that. Thanks for and, having me. It was fun. And, and uh, you are welcome back anytime. We'll do this again. For sure. Uh, we are out here at Harpo's. Harpo's in Chesterfield, Not in JB. Columbia. Not in Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> so, Who been um, great hosts. Thank you, Harpo. Yeah, thank you. We, uh, we all, I think four of us, five, or all five. Does everybody have to go pick somebody up from soccer? I oh, don't. wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Hold on. You're good. You're okay. good. No, Liam's already done. He's practicing. Oh. He, Liam's like, I'll go practice with the older team because he can't get enough soccer in his life. He's These other great. parents there are walking by. Liam, do you need help? I'm like, oh. No, my mom's soccer <laughs> mom. My mom's a bad <laughs> mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again for joining us. Thank you, we'll, for, uh, us. Thank thank you, you for, for listening. Uh, likes, shares, follows are all great. And we will catch you next time.